0: Hi, my name is Paul Oakley Stovall, and you are listening to Brothers on Tennis. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this
1: is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we've got a good one today for you. We are going to be interviewing, excuse me, just... Someone that we know, someone that is a part of the Brothers on Tennis family. We are so excited to chop it up with him. He is someone that is very, very knowledgeable of the tennis game. It just has an awesome background that we are so, so ready to chat it up about and and, and share with you all out there. And uh, Bryce, I know that you and my brother Paul have been chatting it up a good bit since we've actually started this podcast. And so, you know, tell us a little bit about uh, our, 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 our guest today.
2: Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, listeners, you know, from time to time, we like to bring, you know, our listeners and our followers up on the show, introduce them to you, allow you to hear another voice other than me and Isaac sitting <laughs> here and running our mouths all the time. But you've probably heard us mention this guy, by name uh, when we've done some of our IG Live shows, because he's ty- typically peppering us up on the chat <laughs> with comments <laughs> that uh, <laughs> kind of keep us on our on our toes. But uh, very excited to bring to you today one of our followers who, like Isaac said, uh, is very impressive about his knowledge of the game, history of the game. We get a chance to learn how much he knows about the game, and also, we get an opportunity to learn a little bit about his life outside of tennis. Um, he just also happens to be a very accomplished actor, writer, director, uh, probably most recently known as playing the character of George Washington in the wildly popular production of Hamilton right. that is touring, uh, the nation. So, um... Before we bring him on, I do want to mention probably the most important thing that he actually does that you probably are not aware of. Mm. He serves as my personal binge television consultant <laughs> and, and is performing miraculously in that position. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But with that, we'd like to bring up Mr. Paul Stobel. Paul, welcome to Brothers on Tennis. Thank you so much for having me,
0: letting me crash the family picnic. I am am that second cousin once removed. I don't have proof that I'm a relative, but, you know, y'all let me in anyway, so you know how it goes. I appreciate it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's
1: all good, Paul. We are happy to have you, my brother. It is so good to talk with you and just looking forward to just getting into some of your background and, of course, talking this wonderful game of ours called Tennis, man. Me so too. talk to us, man. Talk, how did you, first of all, come across Brothers on Tennis? How did how did our name get
0: introduced to you? You know, I think it's just, and usually I'm not too thrilled about this, but I think in this case, the algorithm of social Media and the internet did mm. me a solid. I'm always talking about tennis, always watching tennis, always posting things about tennis. And you guys popped up on my IG as if I already had known you. And it and <laughs> I said, "Whoa!" I said, "Whoa! Who is who is this? What is this? Who is this? What is this?" And I I clicked on it. Um, one of your live, uh, I was I'll call them podcast. And um, I was hooked. I was hooked. So then I put it on my notifications, and every time you popped up, uh, there I was. Then I got up the nerve to say a little something here and there, you
2: know. <laughs> and like I said in, in the intro, I mean, we'll be sitting here recording an IG Live, and one of your comments will come across the chat, and, and Isaac and I will look at each other, and we'll, like, hold back laughing on whatever right. it is that you just said. And we like, is he trying to throw us off? <laughs> just trying to make my presence
0: known. Just trying to make you know I'm listening.
2: Well, I'm going to tell you what, what comes through, even when people are joking, is really their knowledge. Yes. You you can't joke about stuff that you don't know about. That's right. And um, one of the things that even, Paul, you and I have not really talked a whole lot about yet is we wanted to learn about your background in tennis. Like, how did you get introduced to tennis? Were you just a spectator? When did you start playing? You know, give us that history yeah,
0: I was, a, I was an athlete in, in school and uh, my grade school, we, we weren't in the hood per se, but we weren't in the wealthy white suburbs that had you know, the golf team and the tennis team kind of thing. So the summer, the summer league, the summer sort of park district thing where, my, you know, where parents want to keep their kids busy, uh, there was tennis. And I was one of those kids that said, sign me up for everything. So I had you know, golf at 8 a.m you know, uh, soccer at 10 a.m. And then tennis with this lady who lived down the street. Apparently she was a former tennis pro and she wore the, the you know, Wimbledon Whites outfit when she coached the kids. So that made her look real to us. <laughs> and, and, you know, looking back, I'm sure she was a very, you know, Chris Everett type, consistency type player. And that's what she taught, discipline and consistency. And, you know... There was about 10 of us that started. I was about 11 years old. And on the second day, there was only two of us, me and her son, who was very good, too. It was just in his blood to play. And she, since I stuck with it, she stuck with it. And I ended up kind of getting private lessons that whole summer. Wow. And nice. then, you know, they were semi-private. She, but she, you know, af- after I got to a certain level, she let her son Robbie kind of, she would just let us hit. So I accelerated faster because y'all know this, you play better when you have to hit up.
2: Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. You know, when he, you know, he's coming at me with lobs and he, he, you know, consistent, a consistent ball. So at a very young age, 11, 12, 13, when my mind was still developing, I realized how much tennis could help me as a person. So I was hooked from then on. And then, you know, you only had three or four channels on the TV back then, so if there was a big tennis tournament on, I'd take over the house. And but my, <laughs> my, but, but my dad was an athlete, my mom was a uh, semi-athlete, so you know they they were into it. They were into it. Nice.
2: So so tell us about your game. What? Yeah. How is your game? Are you the a net player? Yeah. yeah. You got a big serve. You know, <laughs> consistent ground
0: strokes. Uh, I am six five, and I have over the years. Before I became six five, I was ground strokes, ground strokes, because that's what Miss Jeffries taught me. As I got bigger and my arms got longer, and I became more like a rubber band, and I saw that how I could get that first serve in. Right. Uh, I had a few people telling me, "Why are you hanging back on the baseline? Right. Why are you hitting that backhand with two hands?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. wow. But you
0: know, also when you're younger, if your forearm isn't strong enough. The one-handed backhand, you might hit one now and then, but it can be very frustrating to a teenager, and you just want to give up. So it, I stuck with the two-handed for a while. Now I'm a serve and volley, one-handed backhand.
2: Nice. Okay, nice. Federer. We, 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 All yeah. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. Fair, though. Right. That's I mean, nice, the technology, technology means, uh, prevents me from coming in on every ball. But I am like a Federer transition game. I I'm always looking to come in. Period. I nice.
2: I like that. Yeah,
0: exactly.
2: Yeah, how,
1: how how much are you playing these days, man? I mean, do you do, are you getting out there? You
0: know, are you getting some singles in? Are you playing doubles? Mm-hmm. I am so lucky. No doubles, but I uh on Hamilton before we before we shut down on the because of COVID, our tour was in Florida. And I stumbled onto uh can't think of the name of the country club but we, we were playing in Naples and Fort Myers and there's a country Audubon or something this country club right in between and this man had come to see the show and then was, we were talking afterwards and I mentioned something and it was Carlos Huerta from Ecuador who I think his highest ranking was 49 he made it to as a pro and now he's a teaching pro at this country club he said oh come over, you know I'll'll hit, I'll hit the ball with you I right. know what level I was gonna hit he let me hit three times a week. And then when I, when the tour as the tour moved to different parts of Florida, he introduced me to John Everett, who introduced wow. me to Adrian Aroyabe, who's the pro at Everett Academy. So I was hitting there three times a week. Wow. So I, I again I leveled up because I was sort of a casual just hitting, but then you know I'd look over and there's Matteo Berettini. On the next court <laughs> right. Right. and adrian would be like mateo mateo come here come here hit the ball with him he's george washington mateo was like, who, who is that I thought washington was dead right <laughs> so i hit with him and alia tomyanovich and uh vika uh whoever we would see hanging around adrian at the end of my lesson would say come on we're gonna just hit a few balls with them wow. uh, and-
2: so what is that experience like? How was it receiving the balls coming off of a Berrettini or a Vico right. or yeah. Tom uh, the,
0: They were taking it easy on me, but it's the, it's the spin and the heaviness of the ball. Even when they take it easy, there's a heaviness to the ball. You know, I always used to say, uh, how is Lindsey Davenport even winning a set off anybody? <laughs> but it's that, it's that clean ball that we can't see that on TV when when the when you guys are commentating or other sportscasters are commentating and you say, that's a clean ball. Right. right. Their level of clean, even uh, on their echelon, even someone who might not hit as clean is such a clean ball. And I think Lindsay probably hit one of the cleanest balls. And I think she hit the center of her racket. Her percentage, if there was some way to find it, would be very high. So just the way the ball came off the racket and it's coming at you before you even, you know, it's, it's coming over the net before you figured out what they're doing. But, and that's even when they're taking it easy, and that's their timing.
2: Right. right.
0: But that's what I noticed, and I noticed that the ball felt heavy. I felt like I couldn't get my racket back in time to prepare, even though it didn't look like they were hitting it that hard. So that's what I noticed the most. It was heavy and uh, spinning
2: much more than what I was used to. You know what's interesting about that? I, I was listening to an interview one time with Francis Tiafo. Yeah. And he was mentioning the very first time he hit with Serena. Now Tiafo's a pro himself. Right. Mm-hmm. And he said the first time he hit with Serena, he felt he never felt like he had hit that late consistently with mm-hmm. somebody, you know, in his life. Like every time he looked up, the ball was back on. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I believe I,
0: that. I think the mechanics of that is not just in how clean and how center you hit the ball. But, you know, if you watch Serena and don't watch the ball, she is finishing that stroke every time. And I think there's something about complete, you know, not feeling proud of yourself that you made good contact. She finishes the stroke. And I think there's just some more action on that ball. She believes and understands the mechanics of, you know, her backhand, when she hits it, it looks like she's about to punch herself in the face. She comes all the way through. And I think that makes that ball move. And when it hits the court, it jumps. Oh, yeah. And I think it's it's all in that, you know. It's all there.
1: You see that in all the greats as well. When you look at Federer and you see him kind of hit his backhand, how far he's extending that arm. It's amazing, man. So, yeah, you're exactly right. I think that little extra follow-through can add so much more kind of
0: pace and push on that ball. It's so amazing, and man. It's like a faith. It's like a faith thing because you can't see that. You got to believe in your coach when they tell you, "Finish, finish that stroke, finish it. Come up over your shoulder." You, when you just want to be like, "But I just hit. I'm I'm, I'm watching my shot. Don't even <laughs> right. I know, right? <laughs> I'm styling <it> out. <laughs> I'm styling <it> out. I going to see it. Right. <laughs> and so,
1: and so, Paul, talk to us just in regards to. As you were kind of learning tennis and you were, you know, kind of playing with, you know, this, I I forget the, um, the, 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 the kid's name that you were playing with. Robbie Jeffries. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you go through any type of a junior circuit or did you play like in high school or, I mean, did, did you do any of that? Or did you even consider potential, you know, being a a potential professional tennis
0: player? Uh, I never considered that, but because I had hit with like Mrs. Jeffries was also a de facto scout. Mm. And because I had hit with her and her son was the same year as me in school, and the, the kid next door was this kind of Road lefty who who was kind of chubby, but he could still mess with your head, right and he, he had good touch. So when it in high school, I got recruited to be on the doubles team, because we were kind of a ghetto tennis team. The the program was there. (laughs) The program was there, we played. And there was an exchange student from Germany who wasn't, hadn't come up through the ranks, so they weren't gonna let him play singles, even though he should have been playing first singles. So they said, Paul, you play doubles with him. Man, I just stood there. He, he, you know, he didn't need me. (laughs) I (laughs) I did play doubles. But, and we did win. But I should say he won, and I. uh But I learned a lot from watching him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes to be like that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You
0: learned, you, I learned a lot about a second serve. You know, he was European, and his second serve was just his motion. Everything was just like the first, except for that wrist snap. And that's something when you're younger, you pushing that second serve, man. Right.
2: Right. Right. That's true. You putting that, it
0: up, in, you know, you Elena Dementieva with that second serve. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Elena even said, "I got me a gold medal, though." Right. So, you know, <laughs> hey, she so it. <laughs> she she did
0: so broke did. serve at all, right? So, I she mean, and, you know, listen, she had to me the gold medal. I'm sure that's her claim, that's her thing. But to me, it was a match that she lost, and that was Wimbledon against Serena. When she said, "You know what? I'm not letting this second serve be my downfall," and she just started going for it. And that was an incredible match. You know, Serena was supposed to win. Serena did win. But I love... Because, see, everything else in her game opened up once she just let loose and hit that second serve. That's true. of right. you know, she looked like a grass court player. You're like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I, she, she's someone we always talk about when we have that conversation of kind of like greatest players to never have won a major. Correct. Uh, we, we always throw Ava in there yeah. As yeah. on that. Yeah, because her game was
1: amazing. I mean, right. as, like I said, take away the serve, yeah. her ground strokes, yeah, everything about her game was was really spot on. She was always in great condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dimitri Ava was my girl. I, right. I, I, I balanced,
0: was I, so, so yeah. balanced. Yes. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she could move across that. She took your time away from you, her lateral movement, just oh. solid and grounded. And um, that backhand down the line was killer.
2: And she was tough. <laughs> and she was tough, you know? Well, since we're talking about players a little bit, I do want to ask you this question. So when you were coming up, you know, everybody has kind of their tennis idols, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, Who were the players that you followed? Give us a couple of the guys and a couple of the women. Uh, And then after that, who are the ones that you follow today? Who are are the ones you really root for? Uh,
0: Back in the day, it was Pete and Andre, because that that rivalry and that fire and ice was just so fun to watch. I felt like one day I want to play like Pete. Everybody's teaching us to play like Andre because Pete's particular skills are difficult for younger people to emulate, but he was such a superhero out there. Uh, of course, Malavia, just because, well, you, we know why. Right? <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always betting on Black. And I was yes, kind of, you know, Malavia, I was like, what's, what's going on in your head? I wonder, That was that was when I first got old enough to think, oh... I wonder what's going on behind the scenes in tennis. Why can't he excel? Sh- like
2: Shonda Rubin. Come on, Shonda. Yeah. Now, I, I will say with, with Shonda, injuries, I think, really played a part. Yeah. In yeah. With her. Correct. But, yeah. but Malavi, I kind of agree with you definitely much more on that one. Well, and
1: it's... I think it goes to the mindset and the style. Because Malavi was just kind of laid back, and he was mm-hmm. chill. Mm-hmm. You didn't really see that fire or fight that you, like you would see in like again, like a Serena
0: or something. They came out there like, look, y'all are gonna get out our way. <laughs> right. 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 In fact, I don't even see you. So you don't even have to get out of my way because <laughs> right. when I look ahead, I don't see anything but the trophy. Right? right. Exactly. Very Once in clear. a while I see Venus, but I'm gonna knock her out of the way too. <laughs> No. No. Venus got saying? hers though Venus got hers quick because Venus saw what was coming <laughs> right let me go and get up on her real quick look, Venus got hers quick she said look let me I don't even need 10 I'm gonna get 7 and I'm good <laughs> and now I'm gonna sell my fashion line for the next 20 years be Right. Good. set it up
2: be right set it up so, so who were the women that you found coming up uh,
0: coming up, it was Zena.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, yeah.
0: I, I really, even more so than Zena, I liked Lori McNeil's game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah Lori, she yeah. had ice in her veins. And to this day, I can't figure out why she didn't win more, because she clearly wanted it. She was a jock. She understood the math and the angles of the court. You know, sometimes you're in an era, though, where there's Stephanie Graf and Martina and mm-hmm. Monica, and it's just, you know, you, you yeah. came up in a place where you're not going to get yours. You right. Know? Right. So, but Lori, Lori McNeil was a real jock. I liked the way she walked around the court. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, Steffi, I really enjoyed, uh, and and Monica because I like people who are mean. Yeah, Monica was mean. You, <laughs> I felt, it. I felt she was at least she was mean to the ball, and she was dismissive right. of the other player. She didn't really even think about the other player. Exactly. And she so, was just... it, so maybe not mean, but she was dismissive.
2: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, who are those players for you in today's game that you root for? Mm,
0: I mean, obviously, you know, I want Reed to get 24, but I'm one of those people that's like, if she's good with the truth, which is Margaret Court ain't got but 13 slams anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? <laughs> that if Serena can, you know, handle that, his, she already has done it, but I think she wants Olympia to see her get one. So, what I would love, let, that's another topic. Okay, so Serena, I still watch Venus. The Queen is the Queen. It's the Queen, right. you know, Wakanda forever. If she wants to play, I'm rooting for Venus. Right. Uh, uh, you are- <laughs> now, you know, I like Matteo Berattini, but I wish somebody would threaten him or something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, threaten
0: I've- his family or something. Take a kiss you know like something. What do you love? Okay, I'm going to take it away from you unless you play hard. Um cuz with that serve and that forehand and that you know, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I I I, I uh, Sitsipas, He just mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get rid of your dad. Right. <laughs> Get rid of your dad. Your mom is sitting up there quiet, you know. I think she was a volleyball player or something, right? She's a Russian. Oh, okay. She was something. She was something. Yeah, she was something. Olympian something. Olga something. Anyway, she looked like she actually is, but she should be like the Oracene in his life.
2: Right. You right. know,
0: it's that pressure that his dad, yeah. I feel like she would sit there and be like, it's good. Let, let me be the meditative one. You go out there and be cold-blooded. Because he's not cold-blooded. No. Flipping and sliding out your shoes. This ain't figure skating. <laughs> what <are> you doing? <laughs> Put your shoes on. <laughs> like it's just too much. It's too much. Just too much going on. Oh, so,
2: too much <laughs> so going on. Too much going on. Too much going on. So who's um, who's your guy out of the big three? Everybody's got yeah. Who's, who who's got they won, won. Yeah. right? Yeah. Well, it's it's
0: wow. Um, it's not Djokovic. <laughs> right. he's like let's be clear let's be clear uh, <laughs> although although I'll get back to Djokovic. it's you know Federer came first in the timeline and so I was just like, wow what a champion and by that time I was hitting a one-handed backhand so Federer to me has that grace and agility and timing on the ball and versatility but ain't nobody like the bull rafa yeah. when he if Rafa loses, it's something is wrong, but he'll never say what it is. You know. So I, I like, you know, I like uh Roger, Roger. <laughs> Roger. I like Roger. that. Uh, that is
2: Roger.
0: awesome. Because you know, the the head to head is 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 you know, that's misleading because Rafa wasn't getting to those grass in the hardcore finals. So Roger couldn't him more and Roger was getting to those clay court finals because he's that versatile, right? just right. couldn't get over that hump. So, I uh, to me, it's Roger, but okay. Me, now, let's talk about Djokovic, though. As much as I feel, some type of <laughs> way, missed, you know, uh, Koronovic, <laughs> <like,
2: laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to steal that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's going, but I feel like he's a rubber band, and he's going. If he can, if he can get there before Medvedev figures out that Medvedev is actually better than him, because Medvedev hasn't figured that out yet. But if he can get there, I think he might overtake them. You know, we'll see. We'll see how people train in the off season, because Djokovic always comes in hard at the Aussie Open.
2: Right, he
1: does. Yeah. Right. And you know he's trying to get that whole... uh, he wants it. He wants wants, it, right. He wants that that gold. He wants to get the sweep. I think he's going to go for the sweep next year. The golden slam. And and
0: he's so mad because instead of... uh, What is it? 2019-17 right now? Hmm? Or does Rafa have 20? Rafa has 20. 20. 20, 20, 20-2017. Yeah. I mean, Djokovic knows... That if he would have done what he's supposed to do and took care of bust to move and stopped hitting <laughs> assaulting lines people, <laughs> then it would have been 18, 19, 20 going into the French. And then there's a little uh a score pressure on Rafa. Right,
2: right. Right. Right.
0: Right. And then there's a little he's also coming into the French with a win. With two, because
2: he took the Australian Open, right? Yep, yep. Yep. But but you know what, Paul? To me, that's the story of Djokovic. He's always doing something that's distracting yep. from what he can do on the court. Yep. Self sabotage. Self sabotage. That's that. it.
0: That's it, right there, man. Yeah. Oh, so crazy. Uh, um, I hate to admit it, but I'm also kind of getting into Rublev. Oh, no, no, no. Don't, hey, don't be shamed. That's why well, no, because he doesn't play my type of game. But I watch him now, and I say, see, Paul, I just like it when someone is dismissive. About <laughs> like, I'm, here to, I'm here to win. I don't care nothing about you. I'm doing what I'm doing, and my forehand down the line is going to end this. Right. <laughs> right? I'm telling you, man, do not sleep on Rublev,
2: y'all. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's uh today, uh... <laughs> but
0: Well, you know, sometimes Rafa will step up and say, let me just remind you of something. If yeah. I'm on this court, I'm on the... Did you see Rafa stepped in on the second serve? Yes, I did. I was like, whoa, Rafa's like, I'm not here to just hang out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Yeah, that was a beautiful thing to see. Rafa, took he really took it to him.
2: Oh, that is hilarious. Yes, sir. Well, well, Paul, let's take a, a, a quick break from tennis. Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about the other side of your life, your, yes. your, 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 the rest of your background. Um, obviously, you have a very interesting uh, background. And I'm just going to open it up and, and let you run with it. Well, as you mentioned,
0: I uh, played George Washington in in the first national tour of Hamilton and uh, theater and music has been a big part of my life. And now because of Hamilton, I have a production company and I'm able to create short films and venture out into other things. And I've had a career in politics, working as a media logistics coordinator for the Obamas and then for Bernie Sanders and Hillary, all any, any of the big players in the democratic party, but it was the Obamas for the first seven and a half years. And I will say I know you want me to stray away from tennis, but I was better at those things, especially being on stage in a big time high pressure musical because of tennis, which Mm -hmm. is unlike any other sport. You have to depend only on yourself. You play the ball, not the other person.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: There is no shot clock. So you ain't like I did good and I'm gonna just wait this out until I win you have to play to the last point. Mm-hmm. And it's the same when perform and in tennis it's your practice you, 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 we can all tell who practices hard and who doesn't. That's right right right, That's right. because under pressure your, your strokes fall apart or under pressure you fall apart. And it's Mm -hmm. the same in theater. If you're not rehearsing and practicing and and working on your vocals and doing it, then when it comes time for the show and the big note, who the first one is going to forget their lines? Who's the first one who's going to miss that note? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. So there's a real correlation between the two things. And um, I use one to help the other. You know,
2: I I feed both back and forth. That's amazing, just that combination of athletics politics, Mm -hmm. and the arts, arts, right? right? I mean, (laughs) you know, when you you talk well-rounded, I mean, you can't get much more well-rounded than that. Um, So how else has one of those disciplines helped the other? Maybe, you know, between the three. Well, I'll tell you this. this, It may not be a help that comes from the
0: physical activity of doing it, but boy, have I found out that there's some closeted tennis players all over the world in different disciplines. (laughs) Like people love this game. If you don't have the time, it's hard to keep up with it on the pace that you two do because you've made Mm -hmm. it a part of your lives and careers. But everybody from all walks of my life, I was. Look, I have a dude in Hamilton with me who had never picked up a racket in his life. Now he called me every day. We playing today? (laughs) Nah, he's addicted he's you a dick to
1: yeah, yeah like that
0: people, brother people love to be introduced to this game and um, so it has enhanced uh, it has enhanced my friend circle that's one way it has they've all affected each other uh, i have found a a way in t- t- to make a connection especially in politics because inevitably something comes up and they're like oh you martina navarro huh oh you oh that's, <laughs> like, like like you know they'll make a reference and then before you know it, we chopping it up all night over a particular match even or or who's, who's the next one who's going to step up and win a Grand Slam. So tennis opens a lot of doors
1: Absolutely. to so meet and- people. <laughs> Tell me this: Did the Obamas play tennis, or did you ever have a, an opportunity to chat, chat tennis with them specifically? Oh yeah.
0: Now, oh, now, Miss, now. Now, now, Mr. Obama. Now you'll notice because I work for them. I'll, I just still I, I feel like somebody gonna come up behind me if I try to say them by their first names. <laughs> 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 like even to this day, to this day, I could I'll be by myself and I'll be like Mrs. Obama, uh, you know. So, <laughs> That's so right. Mr. Right. Obama, uh, President Obama, uh, he's, he's definitely basketball and golf okay, and surfing, so it's not his thing. In fact, there was a rumor that uh, the tennis courts at the White House, he had them kind of paved over and turned into basketball courts, and she was not too happy about that. Now, <laughs> Mrs. O, she plays, and uh, the oldest daughter, Malia, plays. Oh, okay. and and she plays. So I didn't know how well she played. And then on one trip, I was uh, I was sent on. Uh, she was finishing camp or some summer camp that she was at or something, and uh, I had to go arrange everything for the on the last day of camp. And Mrs. O was going to come on the last day and just kind of see how it was. And she got her out there on the tennis court and I watched Malia smacking some backhands. What and Mrs. O was standing out there like (laughs) Oracine There was no, there was no, there was no like goofing around, like, Oh, did you have fun this summer? She was like, Step in, step in. (laughs) It was great. Right, let's get it. You gonna be out there doing it, you know, right? I, I was like at a distance because I was supposed to. You know, I was waiting and preparing when they were ready to leave to have everything ready to go. Or I think I was actually helping get uh, Malia's uh, su- uh, bags and suitcases out of her dorm room to load them up. But I kept watching the court. And then when I was done, I was just watching from a distance. And they were get they were getting at it. All right. And Malia was like, "But this is my last day. I'm trying to say bye to my friends." And she's like, "I'm trying to see where my money got spent." Hit the ball. <laughs> It was great. But I, think, but I think Mrs. O has an innate understanding of this game will make you a better, well-rounded person.
2: That's right. That's right. That is an awesome story. Right? You know? I love that story. People only on Brothers on Tennis. You're going to get this. You well, because this. here's the thing, guys,
0: too. I don't know how much or how little Malia loved the game or what she was doing. Okay. But it was clear that her mother understood you know, I'm not trying to make you a professional tennis player. I'm not trying to make you do whatever. But there's something I know that you may not really understand right now because I know that Mrs. O plays. And so she was determined to, at the very least, get that hand-eye coordination, get her to have that feeling of success when you make that. You, y'all you know when you when you hit yeah. that ball mm-hmm. the way you meant to hit it. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. yeah. It's like the, du- the dude in Hamilton. My, and he's become like my best friend. You know, he didn't, he didn't, had never played before. And now, boy, when he hits a sweet spot or when he gets a ball past me or something, he gets all happy, you know, <laughs> you know, right. you know the, fr- the, fir- the first time he sort of came over the ball and really understood, Oh, oh I see uh-huh. now he's older. So he's, he's learning faster, like a matrix, you know,
2: mm-hmm. oh, yeah. but yeah,
0: I just think it was a beautiful moment of parenting more than anything. Wow. And Paul, have they ever been
1: to one of the tournaments? Have they been to the U.S. Open or has Michelle ever attended a Grand like Slam? Like yeah,
0: a D.C. Yeah. tournament? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, two times I was with Mrs. O uh, once, was at the 2010 U.S. Open, and she was in the Kids' Day uh, event. I'll try to, there's a picture of me bending down, trying to stay out of the shot where I'm right in front of her. But she she made a speech at Kids' Day on t- in 2010. That's like when I met Sloan and Madison for the first time and all of them, they were like 18, 19 years old. I met Jack Sock, I met all of them. Uh, Cause you know, you got to get them in line. Half of them didn't know what was going on. We were trying to keep a secret. Um, so we did that event uh, and then she, I think she watched, uh, she came back later in the week to watch a match from a, in a suite, uh, we hung out with Mary Jo and Billie Jean in the suite.
1: Nice. And, then,
0: um, and then she went to the Olympics at Wimbledon and watched Serena whoop up on Yelena Yankovic. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> so, you know, that was a short trip because that match was about 15 minutes. <laughs> that was a bagel and a breadstick for those yeah. who may not remember. Remember yeah. right? You better, you better <laughs> remind them. That was some strawberries and some cream. That was it. She knocked her. It wasn't even. Oof. Yeah, that was quick. I mean that was Serena in 2012. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She was. She was doing it. You That's know. Right. That's right. Purple headband. Purple wristbands. That's right. You know, cinched at the waist.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was over. So, Paul, oh, we're gonna we're gonna go to the next section, which is one of our favorite sections to do with guests, and it's what we call our rapid fire. Okay. And, and what's gonna happen is. <laughs> Isaac and I are going to take turns, Mm -hmm, and we're going to give you a name. It can be – it'll be someone from tennis. It could be a player. It could be a coach. Mm -hmm. It could be a commentator. Mm -hmm. And we just want you – what is your gut reaction? What are your thoughts? It can be about anything. Their game – person anything. One, one word or
0: just make my
2: response? No, on. no. We'll, we'll, yeah. we, we may even engage you in the conversation. Okay, okay. okay, uh, okay. So, good. yeah, feel free to take it wherever you want to take it. So, okay, Isaac, I'll, I'll let you go first. All right. So, Paul, I'm going to
1: start off with a player. Um, she was very, very active uh, recently, not only social justice, but at that U.S. Open. What are your thoughts about Miss Naomi
0: Osaka? I call her Black Mamba.
1: Mm. Oh, yes. Come on now. Mm -hmm. I
0: think she is the older she gets. Like, she wanted to emulate Serena's game. You can see that. But now she's coming into that I will not lose. I will make adjustments as the game goes on. I won't step onto the court unless I know I'm going to win this match. I think she will win upwards of 10 grand slams. Yes.
2: you know what's interesting, Paul? I've I've stated this on a couple of other shows. I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like 2021, Hmm. Osaka is going to clown. (laughs) I I think she's going to win multiple Grand Slams this upcoming year. Yeah. 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 I see it. And I'm all about it. (laughs) Right. Bryce, how about you, brother? All right. So... Everybody has a very interesting opinion about this guy. <laughs> and I'm very interested in hearing what <laughs> yours is. And what do you think about Mr. Nicholas Curios? <sighs> red, red wine. <laughs> um, I think
0: uh, he would do us all well to go hang out with Bernie Tomick and chill. Hey. Oh, it's, oh. It's a sh- and it's a shame. I don't want to say that because yeah, that yeah. level of talent Okay, let me put it this way. This is all I'm going to say about him. Imagine if he got himself in shape and closed his mouth.
2: Mm, right, yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah. He would kind of be unbeatable. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there, there are many times when he's on the court where you can see that he's decided, oh, this point's over, I'm tired of it, and he will hit a shot that you can't believe. How do you have that timing? How do you, you're not even, you don't even look that strong. How are you hitting at <laughs> that level of pace? <laughs> so right. imagine if he worked out and got his endurance level up and did a pull the Agassiz with Gil Reyes running up mm-hmm. the hills with a backpack full of bricks for the winter in Nevada. Imagine <laughs> what we would be treated to. And since I know he's not going to do that, I'm mad and I, I, I just say, go drink another bottle of wine and leave me alone. Because it's <laughs> not fair. You know, people who have that kind of talent and you don't use it, people like us are like, get out of here. Right. right, exactly. I, I, I tell, I tell, that's I love, God, I, God I, that's God given. Yes, God given, and you choosing to be like that. Okay. <laughs> very nice. Very I,
1: nice, Isaac Paul. I'm gonna switch it up on you. I'm gonna go to the commentator. I'm gonna go to the commentator route on you. Uh oh. Give us your thoughts about Mr. Jimmy Arias.
0: <laughs> 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 He's well, you know. Oh wow. <laughs> I think he has a real chip on his shoulder because he's the forgotten American from that era, and so exactly. he likes to he likes to talk as if he won something. I'm like, but you ain't won nothing. <laughs> the only reason you hear is because everybody else is busy. <laughs> you know, your claim to fame is getting your butt kicked by Jimmy Connors,
1: right? <laughs> right, exactly.
0: Embarrassingly, at a time you know you should have beat him. You're less than half his age. And just by sheer strength and energy, you should have, run, you should have won that match. So I don't think, you know, and, and I don't like the way he talks about the women. Right. right. I agree. A hundred percent there. Yeah, especially because yep. on a good day, even on a medium day, Serena could beat him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. Right. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Paul, it. you are our people because oh you, your your thoughts are exactly what Isaac and I think <laughs> all of the time. Exactly. <laughs> um, I think we found another uh, guest all right. host. All right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, you don't
0: have to cancel. If one of y'all is busy, I can just step in. That is not a lie. Right?
2: Like guest host on The View. <laughs> there you go. So I'm going to stick in kind of the commentary, we'll call it sports writer, a uh, type zone. Uh-huh. What are your thoughts on John Worthon? I knew you were going there. Um,
0: <laughs> you know, uh, he thinks he's telling it like it is, but I think Martina does that a lot better and a lot more straightforward. I well, think that his his uh, his uh, mailbag is great when he's not yes, actually speaking. Yes. When he's not actually speaking on television, he's great. He just doesn't have a TV. Uh, Magnetism. Um, that's you know, he's kind of like a room temperature glass of water on TV.
2: <laughs> I have told yeah. my mom the exact same thing. I said yeah. I loved yeah. his writing yeah. His yeah. magazine and all that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he just it doesn't come through on, on the TV. On the TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I completely
0: agree with you,
1: man. Like I said, we we <laughs> <laughs> real, well real. you see
0: the you see the other sports casters kind of clean it up, especially uh 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 What's my boy? Uh strawberry blonde. He won two French and two US Oh, so Courier. Yeah. Curry is always kind of trying to, you know, Worth i going to say something and Courier and uh Curry will say, Yeah, uh, you know, also the other way to look at it is <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jim, Jim is definitely doing this. we thing. are gonna get Jim on the show. We yes. That's we what about we like Jim. Yes. I love him. Love him. He's great. Absolutely. So all right, Paul, we're going to jump back into the player arena. Give okay. us your thoughts on FAA Felix Ajay Aliassim. Uh,
0: if they gave out three serves, he'd be doing great. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, if they let you have three serves, him and Coco would both be doing great. <laughs> um, That's shade. Shade. <laughs> but true. That's the he, he has great balance. Yes. He's uh, faster than I think even he knows because, you know, people like Hingis or um, even Federer to some extent, they seemed faster than they were because they would just be where the ball is. It's their anticipation. They're watching the ball, but they have that computer mind where they're watching that stance. They know this player well. They do their homework. They know what you're going to do. They know what position they put you in so they know what your options are. If he can get that kind of tennis acuity and that kind of mental game, I don't know if he's smart enough. I, we don't, we haven't seen enough of him or ha- heard him speak enough to know how he thinks of the game. Does he think of it like Tiafo, where he's just running around ripping his shirt off and going, yo, 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 you know, or... <laughs> Or is he down there with the charts going, you know, uh, Raunich has a crazy good serve, but he always serves here when the score is this. Okay, I know what to expect. Is he doing that? Now, if he is, then he'll be even faster. He'll seem even... And if he can get that level of anticipation and speed, then he'll take a lot of pressure off himself. I think he can win a few slams. I think it's, you know, for a lot of these players coming up, Casper, Rude, all that. you never know who's going to slip in and take a few because this next crop of people is like, they're all like Nikolai Davidenko. They're all just like, you
2: know. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: they can slide up and and, and get one. That's for sure. Yeah, and I think F A
2: A just made a good move with this coaching change. Yeah, Yeah. so... Yeah, it, you get you can see he's starting to do some things that make a little sense in terms of growing Correct. in his career.
1: See, I don't think he's there just like like you were saying about Francis. I think he's more than just being out in the court and being happy. He's going after some things and I honestly feel like he will be a grand slam titleist for sure. I think
0: so. I think he'll get a couple. I think it's I think all the Canadians are pushing each other. I mean mm-hmm. they're they're pushing Milos out, but they're at least pushing each other. Right, <laughs> right. right. But, Everybody's getting pushed, but Milo's getting pushed the wrong way, but you know, he, <laughs> I think he missed his chance. He was having such a hot fall, he should have won that U.S. Open.
2: M- Milo's got pushed to the dinner table, <laughs> <laughs> he looked
0: <through>. at <laughs> <laughs> He said,
2: dang, you know me real well. right. <laughs> yep. So, Paul, for the very last one, we're going to do something special. All right. Wait a minute. Before
0: the last one, you mean Isaac's not going to make me talk about Rabakana? <laughs> let, let,
2: let's, let's get it. Let's. Let's get it I'm <laughs> trying
0: to figure out when you're going to give up on that. She's the Denara Safina of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Now uh Rabakina, listen, she was she was on fire earlier this year. Yep. To me, COVID messed her up. Yeah. And I think if you give give her twenty twenty one, don't don't count her out just yet. Let's uh, look at her twenty twenty one and let's re- we we're gonna talk about this at the end of twenty 2020, twenty uh twenty twenty one, Paul. We we're gonna talk Rabakina,
0: about
2: it. Safina Hantakova, <laughs> same difference. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, Rebecca was drinking whatever that wine guy on right, was drinking was during <laughs> quarantine. <during laughs> quarantine.
1: Yeah, right. she, was, she didn't get out of the courts <laughs> enough. But I, I still am going to hold, I'm going to give her one more year to prove okay. that to be on okay. the squad. If, if okay. I'm
0: beat. she might have to get cut, though. <laughs> Okay. Okay. because because she does because Muguruthus as I like to call her yes. ain't going to have it like Muguruthus ain't ready to be pushed away out the way by that girl because they got the same kind of build and the same kind of right. go for it with the kill shot I agree. And but Garbina will feed you some garbanzo beans in a minute yes, she will. <laughs> and I don't yeah. know about Rabakina but I'm going to let you hold on to that Isaac you get one more year <laughs> <laughs> give me one more year Paul give
2: me one more year that then is all awesome. good <laughs> okay. What's up? now once again Paul for this <laughs> next one you have the opportunity to select people from the tennis community whether it's players coaches commentators media we want you to name your fantasy your ideal bid table who's your partner and who are you playing against who oh is it is, is it ATP and then WTA or it can be a mixture? And, and the assumption is that everybody knows how to play, and their playing style is is a part of their personality or whatever we know about them. So uh, oh well, look, I'm playing with Serena.
0: <laughs> all right. Okay, all right, <laughs> that's the part. Serena is me, look, she's not gonna. I'm playing with Serena now. Who would I? So you mean? So do you want me to play against a good team or play against people I know we could beat?
2: Who who do you want to be? Okay. Oh, There's I see. You go. well, I got you. I got you
0: go. in... Zverev is gonna play behind me.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cause I'm getting in that <laughs> <laughs> And let me see. Um I know I know I know y'all like him, but I wanna beat Shapovalov.
1: Okay. I,
0: I, That's okay. I, right. that, yeah. But that. listen, not because I don't like him. But if you say, who do I want to beat? I think that if he has the resilience, but right now too many people are pumping him up, I want to, because y'all know how big this is, I want to beat him and, <laughs> and make him and make him learn like, oh, OK. I got to <laughs> I got to OK. OK. I gotta go back. Because yeah, I ain't back. even sure what happened to him at the end of this year. some little fake injury. What happened? Or did he mentally just go, you know what? I can't. Which is fine. He's, hmm. he's 20 years old, 21, whatever but i think he's one who could come through and win a several grand slams he could take yeah. the mantle yeah yeah he yeah. really could he really could but it's that mental game so i'd want to beat
2: him up at the bit with his table a little bit yeah <laughs> so, so Paul, i'm gonna, i'm going to give you mine okay so my partner without a doubt would be richard williams oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Yeah, He'll bring that old school <laughs> trash talking, uh pushing your bid. <laughs> yeah. Richard Williams would absolutely be my partner. Love it. And who we would be playing against is in front of me would be Jimmy Connors. Oh. Oh yes, yes. And get behind him. Him. and playing behind me would be tennis. Sanders. <laughs> Yo. Yes. Get, get, get. Get him, and I would be driving them to Boston <laughs> all day <laughs> every day.
0: Look, I'd be happy to drop them off in Philadelphia. I don't care if it's <laughs> six. We, you,
2: you up? Get up! Get up! <laughs> and, and, and for for our listeners that don't know oh, big and <laughs> don't know what we're talking about, there is your homework. Exactly. I mean, don't it's like it. it's like if you play
0: junior tennis, it's like the spades of you know, Bidwis is the pros and Spades is Junior Tennis. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, and, but see, see, now that you brought that up, I'm trying to be like, I want to play with Venus or Yvonne Lindo because I'm the shit talker. Yeah. I'm right. the shit talker, so I want to play with that cool customer partner who sits there quietly, but they got everything I need. They just let yeah. me bid and they they know they got, they got me. Right. Like, <laughs> Venus is the best doubles partner to have.
2: Yes, yeah, yes. absolutely. Apparently, Rajiv Ram is not. Oh, okay. Right. Apparently, Rajiv Ram is not. Oh, apparently, right. because so, yeah. how's Jack Sock gonna win that thing with
0: Bethany Nisox, whatever her name is? <laughs> Bethany Maddox, although she's 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 a bad customer. Oh, yeah, okay. she's yeah. no joke. Yeah, likes me yeah. So right. But Venus
2: was the best player on that court that day. Yes, That's sir. right.
0: Yes, that's sir. Right. Absolutely. Don't get it twisted. And I, Rajiv, Rajiv couldn't handle, he couldn't execute. He felt the pressure because he's actually got great hands. Yeah. See, if Bryce doesn't believe me in that. He always be looking at me
1: sideways, but I give him a little bit of credit. Because but he wins just, when it don't matter. Well, and that's, right. Well, that's <laughs> the problem, though. He's, he plays well, but when pressure time comes, right. he just, he, he folds. And that's what he definitely did in that Olympics uh, gold medal match because Venus played some Great tennis, but and and yes. so the, the ladies were on point. Yeah, the yeah. ladies were on point, and Jack did what Jack does. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Anyway, you
0: know, his serve, his serve was useful. Jack's serve was useful, but Rajiv didn't have that weapon. Right to be right. useful. Um, I'm really looking for Asian Muhammad to find the right partner. I like Jesse Pagula. I think they they I think they match up well because Mama Townsend apparently <laughs> decided <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> you' wrong for that. Said,
2: Mama, Townsend, Mama
0: right. Townsend has apparently decided that she's trying to be like Serena, but she's missing twenty three Grand Slams <laughs> <laughs> and thirteen in doubles or whatever that she got.
2: Fourteen, right? Right.
0: <laughs> like, uh, I was thinking about Serena and those other mothers. What you thinking about? That ain't your life. <laughs> You're gonna be using the EBT card and him diapers. You don't. You don't have nothing. <laughs> Paul, you wrong. Oh my
1: I, I don't know me. that. I don't know that I've ever laughed this much in an interview in my Life, call life choices, y'all. Life choices. <laughs> I am loving you, my brother. Loving you. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> oh, let's, okay, so let's think about 2021. Hopefully, we're going to have a full season. It will yeah. still be, of course, very, you know, COVID-based, so there may not be any fans on the tournaments. Right. It looks as though they're going to hold them. So what I want you to do is kind of give us your prediction on mm-hmm. 2021. Who do you think is going to style out? Who do you think is going to fizzle out? Who do you think is going to capture some grand slams or a grand slam? And mm-hmm. the Olympics of course. Who do you think is going to get up in the Olympics and get that gold, man?
0: Well, you know who I think is going to really show out because their, their big coming out year happened during COVID. So I think they have been playing with this sense of the crowd doesn't is not a factor. And I think for any player where the crowd wasn't a factor before, it's a good thing anyway. I think and congratulations to this player who just won their first tournament, Yannick Center. Watch out! Yeah, yep, yeah. I agree because he only has upside because he's not in great shape. True. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, in- I mean, he's, he's, he's in great shape, but you know, he's not strong. He hasn't he hasn't had that moment. You know, you know, all these male players, they have that moment where they come back from the offseason season, and you're like, dang. You know, <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't had that yet. So when he right. has that, and that forehand is working, and that that first serve. It's mm-hmm. hard, but it also dips and and hits halfway to the surface. I don't know. How does he get that angle? I Man. Do. So I think watch out for him. And he's good on all surfaces. And Yes, he is. Uh, all the Italians, I think the Italians, as a sort of playing block, might do well at the Olympics. I think they're all pushing each other. I know some of them are like, yeah you ain't really going to do that. And you just <laughs> had a good year, but... One or two of them, like that Lorenzo dude, he 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 has fire in his blood. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yep, I agree. And so anything can happen with him. Uh I think Medvedev is. Pr- I think I'm looking at him for the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, okay. Something okay. about that format. Something about not having the pressure of a Grand Slam, and he's really just going to swing freely.
2: And, and- I think- and something that people don't think about, remember the Russians that are playing are playing independent because Russia can't play in the Olympics. Oh, yeah, that's right. So they're playing as independents. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Oh, I didn't even think about
0: that. Um,
1: Wait.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that that lifts up my uh, prediction. I think, I don't know if I predict this, but I hope and pray to my altar that of loses every match next season. (laughs) I'm
2: right there with you. (laughs) And
0: I think, sadly, Wawrinka might be on his uh, curtain call. We'll see. We'll see.
2: We'll see, because he got
0: back in shape. But, you know, one thing about Stan was his mental power. And the fact that he mentally left a few times. You know, know, one of the most famous things besides his backhand is when he makes that great point under pressure and points to his head. Yeah, He mm-hmm. he really thinks out there, and I feel like he's just maybe he's tired, you know? Right. Uh, I would look for Born of Church to shore up some of the good strides he made and see if he can pull a little Chrissy Everett because that's all he does is push both sides, but, he, <laughs> <laughs> but he's out there. That's right. You know, he stopped hitting that forehand long, so if he can stay in there long enough, he's in great shape, and he can wear people down. Uh, the Americans ain't doing nothing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, what you mean <laughs> you mean none of them?
0: I can't I, none of the men. Right, right, right. Um, I think that uh did Coco did she is she at more Is she at the academy? Is that where she's training? That's a good
1: question. I don't know that they mentioned that.
0: So okay. yeah, I'm not sure where she's at. Because they might have opened a new academy called Second Serves R Us. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> She needs to go there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't disagree with you on that, brother. <laughs> she needs to go to Second Serves on Us because once she does that, she's golden. Yes. Yes. Um, I think Vika will continue this little streak she was on. I, mm hmm. Because it feels good to her now. And uh, <laughs> she, she ain't got She got her problems worked out with the kid and she feels like she's having a second career. I'm interested in what Ash Barty will do. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of,
2: you, you kind of forget about how to forget she, she ain't right. That's um,
0: right. But but frankly, I think that uh, you guys are right that it's Osaka's year to have. Maybe Bianca's going to surprise us because I saw her looking pretty in shape and hitting the ball again, so we'll see. But, like, you know, players like Sabalenka, they're going to fall away. They, don't, they ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> how you going to bust on Sabalenka like that, Paul? I mean, she's like, uh, you know. <laughs> I want, I want, I want want to see what Iga's gonna do. I think she could actually. Yeah, Yeah. I think she could follow it up well. We'll see.
2: Yeah, I I, yes. Is Osaka gonna show up at the Olympics? Yeah, yeah. Is Roger? Does Roger have one more in him? Mm. Yeah, one more
0: Grand Slam or one more Olympics? Uh, Grand Slam. Yeah, because the (laughs) only. You know, unless he runs into like a red hot Rublev, uh, too many of these players are still nervous. They don't have the ice in their veins. They don't have the, you know, Rublev though, watch out, he don't care. Today, (laughs) that's why I was so surprised today. You know, um, as long as Roger and Rafa got a racket in their hand, the rest of y'all (laughs) can just sit down. Right, (laughs) right. (laughs) Look, what surprises have we had? Who done snuck through? And look what happened with Marion Chillich snuck through and look what happened. He, what is his rank, 50-something? He out there, you know, <laughs> on his break between matches, he's working in the commissary serving food. <laughs> <You know? laughs> he ain't making no money. <laughs> it's actually some of these, like, Casper Rudes or Christian Garans, those type yeah. that could sort of get it together and have a special run. They're not going to sit at the top like Rublev or Medvedev or Tsitsipas might. But is, those those clowns aren't really, you know, I'm, I'm thinking it's those Cas- Casper Root or Bornatory, one of them is the one that's going to sneak up and have the run of their life. Because well, people like Sinsipas, they mental their, their, clown, their head cases.
2: Right. Yeah. Is, is Andy Murray done? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Which makes me sad. Hey, yeah, same here. Same here, Paul. I'm a, I'm uh, a fan of Andy. I like his game, and I like his citizenship, and I like uh, yeah how he, you know, he was raised by a, a great mom who kept it in front of his head that women are equal, and he has been a great spokesperson for that. So I will miss that, and I don't see that spot being filled by the Jokovic, Vasic. Possible, we finna start our own league, and we ain't even going right to, then, like. What are y'all clowns doing? Right, right, right. What, 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 what's the problem here? You play a sport, you make a lot of money. What's the problem here that you have to go and do that? Is nerve and all them types like, what? You, get out of here. <laughs>
2: that is awesome. Well, Paul, this like Isaac said, I don't think we have ever laughed this much <laughs> in an interview before. And you think you think we playing. Let yeah. let me be out of town or something Absolutely. and I can't record. Uh, <laughs> <You> call me up. <laughs> <out>. um, <yeah. laughs> we didn't even talk about
0: we didn't even talk about Mukova, who's my dark horse next year. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. okay, yeah. I like that transition game. I like her tennis IQ. I think she's gotta get tougher.
1: Yeah.
0: Um even though it was first round and Venus is on the waning days, that victory over Venus in the US Open, just kinda you could see her say, huh. And I think her hamstring acted up the rest of the way. But see, to me, some of those injuries happen when, when you're when you're nervous, muscles tighten. Some of them injuries, people come out wrapped up looking like they in a war. I'm like, you 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 are nervous. <laughs> so you're cramping before you
2: even came on the court. Oh, you did you you do make me think of something. So is 2021 it for Venus Williams
0: <sighs> only if she wants it to be cuz my goodness she she trying to be uh what's her, what's that Japanese player uh who came back oh uh Kimiko Date, Date. she's trying to be Kimiko Date without the break <laughs> <laughs> i'm at you know if she had a trickier game she could stay but you know her game is so similar to what you know she's created these girls you know she's created, given right. birth to these girls so right. i don't know that she can hang out there but hey if venus in my dreams her and serena are talking right now saying let's 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 get in the gym and come out in january and smoke these girls <laughs> right right because they are still black women and if they put that time in the gym hardcore they look look it wouldn't I, even be a thing. I agree with you. it would totally be so intimidating. They come out looking like Maria Sakari. They're like, ah, you know. Like, <laughs> I know, right? You know. Um,
2: you know, I'm looking at Orange Jabour If she got in shape, yeah wow. yeah. Uh, yeah. She she's kind of like got that Roger Federer type game, yeah. you yeah. know. Yeah. 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 Um, Angelique Kerber out. Jim Brady.
0: <laughs> Jim Brady could do something. I think so. Bryce, Bryce wants her to prove
1: a little bit more. Um,
2: yeah, I just she's been, you know, she's been like she'll do really well in a tournament then she loses in the first round. And yeah, she does yeah. really well in the first round. I need to see her compete a little more consistently across the top players. Yeah. And it's hard to judge that this year. Right. Because everything's right. been so crazy. So Next year, if she really has just a silent year, you know, I'll jump on the bandwagon. But, you know, I'm not buying no Jim Brady t-shirt shit. <laughs> <yet. laughs> no, no, no. Right now, she's like the Kiki Burtons kind of vibe, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> know. Now, what about
0: Danielle Collins, y'all? Karen, as I like to call her. Karen, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: that, for, I don't know why, Paul, but Danielle Collins, I like Danielle Collins. Because I know you got, do. She's crazy, <laughs> and I like crazy. I just, I, for whatever reason, there's just something special to me about the crazy ones, and Daniel Collins is right up in there with me. So, will she have a great year next year? I don't think that she will. I mean, I think that she will continue doing what she's doing, which is right. be right around the top 20, kind of mm-hmm, stay right. right there. She's right. gonna make trouble for the top players because, like I said, she likes a fight, and she's
2: crazy. Right. So, when she comes and, up she, with and she'll have a great result, that one of the Yeah, she'll have <laughs> some awesome result. And, yeah. Paul, I would think you would like her because isn't she very dismissive of the ball? Yes, <laughs> <Sure> she is. <laughs> but, she, but she, like you said, but she's
1: crazy
0: too. <laughs> you know, she'd be yelling up at her boyfriend get out the seat, get out the stadium, get, get out. out the stadium. Like, get, get out. What are you doing? <laughs> Stay focused. If you take that energy and focus, you, you know, Yeah. you right. went down six love to Sophia crazy.
2: I mean, and, I mean, Kenan. You know she's out there creeping out of uh, the, the daggone right, world team the tennis WTT, bubble. Right? I mean, come right. on now.
0: You and Sophia Kenan are just the same level of crazy. That I, I don't. I can't.
2: What? You You don't believe Sophia Kenan is the savior of American tennis like everybody else? Oh, my. Sophia Kenan can't even keep her skirt up. She keeps <laughs> pulling it up over her <laughs> belly.
0: But like, what are you doing? <laughs> Buy something that fits. It's not that hard. can't even get dressed so man i'm not feeling her i'm not feeling her i'm trying to figure out who that american is that's gonna i mean yeah y'all are right jim brady needs to she needs to solidify herself in that top echelon and have consistent quarterfinal results right um and so and let's not forget simona Hallep ain't nobody's fool so she's that's oh, yeah. true. Don't trip. Don't don't sleep on she's some. She's not. Moments. She's in her prime. She ain't going
2: anywhere anytime soon. And uh, she's got two or three grand slams. Two. Uh, two. two. Right. Yeah. And and your girl Puskava, uh to pull from your play. Uh, she missed her shot. Bye, <laughs> Puskova.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I can't even tell Carolina from Christina. It don't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You know. Bye. <laughs> you, didn't make it. you didn't make it. She don't she know she look, she walks out there with the racket in her left hand, hoping people think she's her sister. <laughs> See. That's over. You know, that's over. That's that's because ain't nobody
2: scared of her now. Right. No, they're not. Right. You're right. Not at all. Yeah. So, well, look, we're gonna wrap this up because we will be here for two hours uh, going through this, and I know our listeners are probably are in stitches right now. <laughs> but, Paul, well, we can't thank you enough for coming on, and and you know, actually, we're gonna make we're gonna make plans for the next time that you come on because this yes. we're just gonna call this part one. Yes, yes, <laughs> I would love one. that.
0: You know what I would love? Just give me one day, like during the Grand Slams, if it's like the midweek check in or. Uh I would love to talk to you guys during a
2: Grand Slam because that's the fun part. We're going to make that happen. We will definitely. We are going to absolutely make that happen. Our producer's on, so he he hears it. You know, (laughs) Chet, make it happen. Uh, (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) Chet. So, to our listeners, we really hope that you've enjoyed this episode today. I mean, obviously, Isaac and I have had a blast. Uh, And we're going to continue to bring you new and exciting interviews because Tennis is over, basically, after this week, so we won't have anything live to talk about until the start of the year again. But, Isaac, any final words you have for today? No, no. Just the listeners, we just thank you as always. Appreciate you
1: listening and just hope that you've enjoyed the, I guess, condensed uh, 2020 calendar year. And, yeah, let's get hyped for 2021 because we're going to be bringing it to you on Brothers on Tennis, so definitely stay tuned. How about but, you, Bryce? Yes,
2: uh, and next week we'll be back to talk about the results from the year-ending championships. Um, so uh, hopefully somebody other than Zverev or Djokovic wins. And <laughs> Great, uh, we'll be very excited to talk about that. So once again, thank you to Mr. Paul Stobel and this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone take care, and we'll talk to you next week.